Hello! Happy holidays, everyone! Merry Christmas and. and others! For all the others! For whatever it is you celebrate, this is exactly the time of year that I want you to really, really、uh, cheer for. Cheer for, like in a film. Like, like it's the winning team on a sports movie. And I want you to just cheer it on. Yay! You, you, it'll be like a golf clap, maybe only yourself before other members of your family just come on in and start applauding. I don't really know where I'm going with this analogy. I'm sort of losing it. But if there's one thing that I'm not losing, it's not only a good friend, but <laughs> probably my best friend. And I know that I can say that because I'm also his best friend too. And that person is Stefan Speck. How's it going, Stefan? Hello. Hello. Thank you. Thank you, best friend, for having me. Thank you for having me back again.、Uh, good to see we're both still cheering for the winning team in a sports movie. None of the other teams matter.、Uh, mm. If we run into an original Friday Night Lights situation where the team loses because half of them died in a plane crash, we're still going to cheer for the other team. In that film. Yeah, and you know, regardless of whatever your、um, winning team has done in the past, 2021 is the holiday season to redeem itself. That was a really good segue. <laughs> We're top, top five, I would say, for you.、Um, and you know, maybe it's also a time for us to, to redeem ourselves from some of our own misgivings. I, I'm、mm-hmm. not going to lie. If Santa were to bust out his nice and naughty and nasty list, I might find myself in the latter third of that category. How about yourself, Stefan? You'd, you'd be a nasty boy? I, I was pretty nasty in 2021, I have to say, yeah. Okay, I, I'd, I'd put myself in the middle third, in the naughty third. Oh, you were naughty? I was naughty, yeah. I would, that's where I would put myself. I don't think I'd go all the way to nasty for myself. That seems too extreme. What'd you, what'd you do, Stefan? It was so naughty. I,、uh, well, let me see.、Um, what did I do? I put some frozen french fries into the oven、uh, without properly preheating at first. And then I didn't set a timer. I just let them go.、Oh, that's pretty I'm、weird. getting a lump of coal for sure. That is a <laughs> lump of coal in my stocking. Woo! Oh boy. Well, that's, that's pretty naughty. I mean, if I did something like that, I definitely wouldn't be expecting any nice,、uh, nice things in my stockings. But. Oh, no, why would you? But what did you do? Hey, well, what, what'd you do? I, I was pretty nasty this year. Oh, just what every person wants to hear listening to this. You know, I had a, a lot of、uh, salacious thoughts. Bad thoughts. Yeah, wild, wild thoughts. You know, kind of, the kind of thoughts that would, wouldn't be out of place on a Red Shoe Diaries episode. Oh, my goodness. David Duchovny? Is that David Duchovny joint? Am I, mean, I thinking of the right late night TV? I mean, he's one of my best pals, and I felt like I just needed、mm. to kind of throw in a little shout out for, for Didi, for D Day. He, like, mm-hmm, he calls、yeah. himself D Day, which I don't think is actually that appropriate at a certain time of the year. He、um, lives on a coastline, so it's, a, it's appropriate. Stefan, speaking of coastlines, 
Let, let's, this is going to jump right ahead in your segue. We're, we're, we're getting away from coastlines, and we're going to something that the both of us love very much, Christmas. Mm. Ah, here we are. Mm. And I don't know, do you have, like, maybe any... Like, how, how are your holidays shaping up so far? Do you have any, like, cool anecdotes to regale our listeners with? I've been to a number of galas. Ooh. I've drank a lot of champagne. I've had a lot of uh, Christmas bouche, I believe is the is the term. A roll of cake with icing and and and, and looks like a log. Mm-hmm. You know this? Absolutely. I mean, I've, you know I'm, what ha- this is? I'm having one right now. Oh, good, good. Me too. Um, this is what my holiday has looked like so far. Uh, in the coming days, more galas, uh, gifts. My, um, gifts will be bestowed upon me, mm-hmm. and I will bestow a couple gifts upon people that I know. And uh, and then it's New Year's, baby. Now these galas, these wouldn't are these the jutras that you are referring to? Are you receiving some sort of Quebec award for cinematic excellence? I I'm well. Is that the equivalent of the Quebec Razzies? Because I've received a lot of Quebec Razzies. I don't know what they're called because I, I don't speak the language. But I, every year I get invited to a, uh, a film ceremony for awards in Quebec. And mm-hmm. uh, I make my big speech and everyone laughs. And I, there's something's lost in translation. Oh, I mean, but, you know, all that meme money. That meme must, money? Well, I mean, there, you've been memed to, to smithereens. Hey, here's the angle. Here's the guy who doesn't even know what he's talking about at a gala. Look at how well he's dressed. Look at how he doesn't know what's going on. And yeah, just... here's here's how it here's how it started. Me in in my tuxedo up at the podium, and and here's how it's going. And it's me covered in tortier that's been thrown at me by a by a thousand angry Quebecers. And uh, and I'm like, what's what's going on? I'm holding my Quebec Razzies trophy. It's going uh, très bien. And look at you now. I mean. I'm I'm staring at the next taze on day of the internet with your hugely <laughs> successful meme vids. Yeah, poutine gravy rain. That'll be that'll be my meme's claim to fame. Well, that sounds very fun. I mean, I have, you know, kind of been avoiding the galas because I mm-hmm. am a conscientious person who kind of wants to make sure that I don't go around spreading a little something. Mm, you're talking- a conscientious objector. Yeah, and, I, and I'm talking about my legs. Um, so, but I've been very, very, very busy this holiday. Mm. I've been so busy. I was so busy that I missed my son's karate class a couple oh. weeks ago. Oh, no. What were you doing instead? Well, I mean, I had a major uh, sort of Zoom discussion with a famous Canadian producer, Robert Lantos, mm. and we were talking about like projects that maybe the CBC should be considering in the next fiscal quarter. So, I, anyways, long story short, I missed the karate class, and my wife is really on me. She's like, Ian, you're very... You're not there very much. You're not too mm. present as a father or as a husband slash lover. And if you don't come to the wintertainment parade on time this time with a gift for your son, there may be hell to pay. And that hell... Well, I do... mm-hmm. That hell is manifested by my weird neighbor who... 
is like weird, very flirty with my wife. Wait, your your wife is going to get your neighbor over to foist hell upon you? She's threatening me. I think the threat is something about like she's going to maybe leave me for my neighbor. So I know uh. that I can't fuck this up. So I need to get the most amazing gift for my son. Now my son is really big into action figures. Mm-hmm. I don't know about your kids. Are they also really big into action figures, Stefan? They like uh, calico critters. They're they're younger. They like they like creepy crawlies, calico critters, mm-hmm. Easy Bake Oven, okay. uh, my pockets. my little my little pony, uh, secretly for me. But yeah. they like those toys. Yeah, yak back. I have a I have a yak back for your for your daughter. You bought my daughter a yak. Back. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 you know what it says on the tin. Anyways, so. <laughs> Basically, I'm at the toy store, and there's only one superhero toy left. And mm. who wants it? It's me, and it's also a, a post office guy. Okay. Let's just call him Conrad. Okay, Conrad, the post office. He, yeah. And now he delivers, he delivers mail, or he works in a post office at the back of a pharmacy. I, he's one of those guys, I believe, because he was in a white uh, pharmaceutical cloak. However, okay. he did have a Canada Post uh, pin emblazoned, like like a, like you know how they have pins sometimes, like so, a pin. Yeah, yeah, yeah I understand. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, we're both fighting tooth and nail for it. I grab, I grab the the superhero toy, and then mm-hmm. we're 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 just we're just making we're just running. And the cops are there. It was so crazy. You're running together, holding the toy at the same time? We, in the same direction? In the same direction, because okay. both of our families were at the Wintertainment Parade. Oh. But I wanted the toy for my son. And my mm-hmm. son's name is Dylan, by the way. I should just, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, listeners know. I don't feel like I have to always say of course. Dylan. Um, but he's also getting this toy for his son. Because mm. I think he had some sort of like issues when he was a f- child. Uh, I'm not too sure. I remember, I, and and my understanding was there was a zipline involved in this story. Uh, you know, I almost forgot to mention how scary that was. How mm. adrenaline pumping inducing it is to be in a jetpack, ladies and gentlemen. If you find the time in 2022 to Get on a jetpack. I suggest you do it because it is a thrill and a chill. And you know what I say about thrills well, and chills? They can produce spills. They can produce spills, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, especially if you're keeping those legs open. So did, did uh, Dylan get the toy or what? Listen, I felt so bad about this entire ordeal and all the, like, damage that we did in this parade and everything we kind of interrupted it for a bunch of families and onlookers Mm. i decided to let conrad's son have the toy wow what a what a big move of you i know i know now your wife is uh with the neighbor now from what i hear well because i forgot to get her something 
Oh, it was unrelated to your son and his karate and the and the wintertainment parade. It was, you just forgot to get her a gift, so she left you for the neighbor. I forgot to get her something, so she kind of left me for this guy. But listen, uh, it happens. It happens sometimes to good guys like us. You know, when you're a brave man who is also good at heart, this mm. can happen. A nice guy. We're two nice guys. We're very nice, and you know what? I think we have. Another nice guy waiting in the wings, very patiently, I might add. Super patiently. Why would you want to, anyone want to sit through this? Um, he's very, very nice, and he's also very funny. <laughs> this man, he honestly, you know, ladies and gentlemen, if you are in Montreal or if you're not, because we do genuinely have listeners who are not in Montreal. Now, now let me let me just say, hold on, right there, Ian, uh, because we, you know, we said this time. And in the future, when we do these episodes, we would want to accommodate our guests a little bit more. Yes. yes. And last time, there there was some dis- discomfort uh, confessed on behalf of our guest over the intro we gave him. Ah. And that it was too much. It was too flattering. We said too many things about his career and how illustrious it was. Right. So maybe we should tone it down. Make it Make it seem more like low-key and who cares. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like a who cares introduction. Hey, I think that works for me if that works for our guest. Um, and he's a really nice guest, so we don't want to like make him angry or upset. Well, he's a he's a he's a guest. He's a guy who's here. He's he a, happen, he happens to be a guest. He's an improv guy, and he's very yeah. very uh, comedy focused. Like honestly, yeah. if you go to the Saint Henry neighborhood. And you go to any random passerby, man or woman, and say, um, excuse me, sir or miss, can you point me to the comedy guy? Uh, they know who you're talking about. Absolutely, they do. Alan Mercierka yep. from Theater St. Catherine, yep. who lives in St. Henry and is the comedy man of St. Henry. Yeah, and but if you knock on his door, you know... And, you know, assuming he's at home, because we don't know, he might be doing comedy. As, he's as busy. Depthly's 9 or 11 or one of them is coming out soon. But if he's there, he might say, oh, uh, improv boy? Uh, Mr. Comedy? Mm. Uh, the man of a thousand faces? He puts on a lot of faces. And mm. right now, it's a very brave and patient one. So I think we should maybe, um, especially for our listeners who might not know him, we should maybe give him go through his credits. Do, oh, do we need to? I thought we did a whole thing about how we didn't need to. Oh, I thought. I we, think we should. Let's get him on the show. Oh, okay. Um, p- please come out. Well, maybe you you oh. pick one credit and I'll pick one credit. Oh, okay. And I then, see. And we'll do those two credits, and then he can come out. Oh, okay. Oh, well, I got to make sure that it's a really important one then. Um, oh, geez. Okay. Uh, this is a man who once did a set called the Theatricus Olympicus. Mm. That's a good... I pick Burger King commercial. You, you pick... Okay. So I pick Burger King commercial. So he's a guy who's done a Burger King commercial and done something at the Quebec Theater School of Arts... Um, let's bring him on. His name is James McGee. James McGee. Ian Stefan, it's so nice to be 
in your presence again virtually. I loved, I loved, and I loved that intro. Two very obscure reference points and credits. I'm blown away by both. That's the exact type of intro that I look forward to oh, and that makes me feel welcome. Thank you for that. What, did you, would you say that we've picked your most obscure credit? Well, I'll tell you what, that Theatricus Olympicus one might be the most obscure one. Now, the Burger King commercial, it was seen all over Canada, but a lot of the people that saw it either muted the commercial or quickly changed the channel, <laughs> mm -hmm. took no no note of any importance as it pertains mm. to my life. So I would say that if, uh, when it comes to obscurity, yeah, both of those really rank pretty high on the obscurity power rankings. Well, you know, we have the kinds of fans who like the deep cuts. Mm -hmm. They're not the type that are going to go see the new super, hey, it's the new uh, Marvel Man 16. Like They like licorice pizza. That they yeah. eat licorice pizza at the pizza parlor. That's what they like. Yep. Our fans. And they're like, you know what? We can also put some pineapple in this pizza, and it has pizza and licorice, and that's not a problem for us. Well, I'll tell you what. I like pineapple on pizza, so allow me to be the pineapple on pizza as it pertains to guests. So, again, I thank you for having me. Oh, my thank God, you. James. Um, you know, we're big fans of your work. Of course. We're big fans of you. Of course. And um, we were actually talking before you came on the podcast, before we actually uh, turned anything on, how we, do we, don't, we don't get it. How come this guy mm -hmm. is not in a town full of unfunny leading men mm -hmm. who are not even that good looking? This... this hunk of meat here and i say that uh endearingly remember because that's exactly how we see you as a hunk of meat and remember i am on the nasty list um and he's so talented and he's so funny why isn't he just a household celebrity well First of all, I have to say thank you for calling me a hunk of meat. I've always looked at myself as a bit of a lean cut. Mm. So to oh. finally be bestowed with the honor of being a, quote, hunk of meat. Gosh, I, uh, I feel like all of these compliments are going to put you right on the nice list out of the nasty list. Because when you're mm. giving out these types of nice words like Christmas gifts, that turns things around. I don't think you're going to be getting coal for Christmas. Now let me ask you something, James. On on that note, Ian has self-proclaimed himself as as on the nasty list. And James, I know this this might be one of more your more obscure credits, but big fan of Just for Laughs, the Nasty Show. Uh, I'm I'm mm -hmm. curious if you see someone like Ian, a member of the Nasty List, appearing on a, a show such as this with uh, Ari Shafir or uh, yeah. yeah, or the Pitbull of comedy. And follow up: Would I be headlining that show? Well, mm. I have to say, I almost wonder, Ian, if you might be too nasty for the nasty oh. show. You oh, might no. need to create <sighs> yep. what it means to be nastier yeah. than nasty. You know, James, I'm actually very thankful that you said that because yeah. I've had very similar thoughts. I think one of the reasons why uh, Stefan, you know, and I was mentioning this to you earlier that uh, I, I'm never asked to do improv shows 
is that mm. you know I, I'm just too good. So it, too good, it, too nasty, too free, too out of bounds. The star would shine too brightly, and it would it mm. would overpower other less luminescent individuals. Yeah, it's it's true, and you always make Kyle put the spotlight directly on your face at all times, um, which apparently is a lot of upper body work, but I'm saying, Kyle, you should be thanking me. That way mm -hmm. you can save up on a gym membership. Well, and here's the thing right now, if you find yourself alone on stage as part of some, let's just call it, I don't know, the nastier show, mm -hmm. Ooh. all eyes are on you, spotlight is front and center, Oh yeah, and you can finally claim the title that is so desperately in need of claiming, mm. which is Montreal's nastiest man. Yeah, what neighborhood do you live in, Ian? I live in Shaughnessy Village, one of the nastiest holes of Montreal. Well, when I, my dream for you is that one day I'm gonna go to Shaughnessy Village and I'm gonna stop a random person on the street and I'll say, excuse me, who's the nastiest boy in this in this village? And they're going to lead me right to your door. Yeah, they'll say like, oh, well, it's, it's that gentleman right over there. And then they point and, uh, Stefan, you turn your head and you just see Ian on his knees eating ass on the street. Oh, that oh, is my yeah. dream for you, Ian. And you know what? It's hot and humid. Oh, God. The street, the ass, or, or the day? It's one of those days where it, there, you can't find shade no matter how hard you look. You gotta find it underneath the buttocks of another. That that's the only place where I can get the fresh air I need. Wow. You are the nastiest man in Shaughnessy Village. Just from that, I think. Exactly, right? That's exactly what it means to be Montreal's nastiest. And right here, I think mm. we've confirmed the title for you, Ian. Congratulations. Oh. <laughs> you know, I love congratulating each other for things so congratulations to me for that um let's congratulate stefan for something james please what, what, what can what can we congratulate stefan for well stefan you were talking about earlier on that you feel like you've made it onto the naughty list because mm. what you, you you put some fries in you didn't put a timer i think i, I think you're being i think you're being too hard on yourself i think oh. that that may have put you on, I don't know, the naughty list a hundred years ago. I think what it means right now is that you're a person who knows what they want. Maybe you don't have a lot of time to do some preheating, so you're on the go. You need things to happen fast. I'm a modern I, man. I think, I think deep down you're uh, you're uh, you're a nice guy. Yeah, and oh, wow. I, I want to congratulate Stefan for being a nice man in 2021. It's not easy. The, uh, hard. the the potholes are numerous, especially when you work in the arts and entertainment industry as we do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I, I hope that one day either of you will be able to come to my land where I live and ask a random person on the street, where does the nice guy live? And you'll look over and you'll both turn your heads and there I will be helping an old lady eating her ass. <laughs> by crossing. I mean, if it's, if that's what she wants while she crosses the street, I'm a nice guy. I, well, I'll, yeah, and I think that's I'll the thing, Stefan. It's important to accommodate the elderly, and that's why uh, I can't wait to give you a Christmas gift this year. I, you know, I I picked up a variety of gift cards from the pharmacy oh, recently. Mm -hmm. Perfect. I'm, I'm going to give you a twenty five dollar gift certificate to Saint Hubert Barbecue. 
Wow, that's that's so generous of you. Thank you. You know, you come on our show and you give us gifts. That the power dynamic has shifted. And Stefan, well, and that's the thing. I'd like to think that my presence yeah. is a present to yes. the both of you. Mm. Oh, it is. Well, and and Stefan, I'm gonna give you a present too, and it's going to be a Ville de Montréal crossing guard outfit, which you can oh. wear mm. whenever you help old ladies with whatever they want. Or, mm. you know, it also looks very good potentially on film. If you want to take some nice photos of you um, That's, yeah. for, your, for your reel, for your portfolio, um, there you go. Now, I did see, and I'm worried about this, I did see someone this morning, I, and this is true, while I was driving around, I saw a crossing card uh, lead some children across the street and then entertain them with one of those toys where you have a ball on a string and a stick with yeah. a cup. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you you toss the toss the ball into the cup and and catch it. Yeah, why and didn't I don't know if I can Why didn't compete. you stop to say hey, hello? Uh, I was driving through the intersection. Oh, I was okay. running the red. I mean, I was I was having a great time doing it. It was filmed. Oh, it's you. Yeah, I mean, it's on it's on a new TikTok called MTL Events Events with three Zs, and of um, Ooh, already it's got you know sixty thousand views. Uh, wow. It's pretty cool. Anyways, um, speaking of cool, we have a lot of cool listeners. We do. That's one of the things that I think we can pride ourselves on is not only the, the, the quality of our content, but the quality of our consumers of content creation. <laughs> and, um, you know, these consumers or clients or fans, as we like to call you, you're all really, really cool. You're all really nice. You're all really handsome. And one of the things that you sometimes do is you send in questions for our guests. And so nice. It's so nice, and happy holidays to all of our fans. But, James, we have some fan questions. These are real questions from real people. These are not automated bot questions like you sometimes get on other Twitch shows. Not on your show, but on other shows, maybe. And oh, no, mine are automated bot questions. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, these ones are from, from hunks of meat just like yourself. And uh, they're all very good looking and they've all asked very interesting questions. So we're gonna go through them one by one and hopefully wow. you can regale us with some holiday cheer in your answers. Well, I, I hope that I can because if, if we need anything right now, it's a bit of holiday cheer. So if holiday I can shine a light on some holiday cheer and, and joyous Yuletide glee, I'd be happy to. Awesome, so question number one. And that's how we're gonna start every question. Question, By saying question number one. Question number one. Yeah. Uh, this is a question from uh, someone named Elad. Hey, James. All time, what is your all-time favorite hair metal ballad for nursing a broken heart? And follow-up question. Any tips or thoughts about getting the best resolution out of high-definition internet videos? <laughs> wow. Well, I have to go. The first question, best hair metal ballad? I think you have to go with Skid Row, mm. I Remember You. Not only does Sebastian Bach carry a note, maybe the best singer of all of the hair metal singers. I'm going to go with I Remember You, Skid Row. And that second question, what was that again? 
Any thoughts or tips about getting the best resolution out of high-definition internet videos? Well, I, I guess make sure that you have a very strong internet connection in order to get that high def that you want. I mean, I'm not, I'm no computer expert here, but I know enough to know that a bad internet connection can send the quality of almost anything, including but not limited to video, down the turlet. What kind of videos do you think he is trying to get better resolution out of? Well, I mean, he could be streaming off of Netflix, um, Crave, yeah. Hulu, Amazon, uh, Disney Plus, Pornhub. Could be a variety of things. Very good. Maybe all at the same time. Maybe that's why he's having trouble. He's yeah. Doing, he's watching a video on all of those services at the same time. And that's the thing. Our, our attention spans right now are pretty minimal. So we might be doing Garbage. and watching multiple things at the same time. So, you know, it could be all of those fantastic streaming services servicing that person at once. Mm. You have, do you have a question for our guest? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, question, question number one, and this is from a listener named Ariel uh, Kangaroo. Uh, and she wants to know, James, who, what people in your high school found you the most off-putting? And, and, and she labels it as, as crush. Uh, who were your high school crushes? But I think what she means is who, was, who were you too too friendly with and and she would like one a real person from your life uh she lists she says she wants their address where they live now what they do and one celebrity crush from your high school this is from a okay. ariel kangaroo thank you so so who in my high school did happen to find me the most off-putting who are who are you crushing on and and i assume they found you uh unbearable because of your attachment to them well, I, you know, I, I, I wish that I had a really, to take a word out of Ian's vocabulary, a salacious answer for this. Mm. I think that uh, while I found many women in high school attractive, I don't know if I found any of them attractive enough that I would call it a crush to the point oh. that I needed to confess in order to put them in a position to find me off-putting. Off-putting. Ah, nice. so an, in so an incel. An incel we have mm. here. Now that that could be right, it could be it could be involuntarily celibate. Yeah, now yeah, but I think that's the thing. An incel implies that uh, they want women but can't get them. Although mm. I think Ian, you mentioned a vol cell is someone that is voluntarily celibate. So I would say I identify more as past James as a vol cell, a vol cell, not an incel. And, and would you say that your celebrity crush was also Sebastian Bach because he was very pretty? Sebastian Bach was very pretty. And you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb and say probably still is a rugged pretty. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I remember, I think I remember, uh, oh gosh, what's her name? The the woman from Legally Blonde. Mm, Reese, Reese Witherspoon. Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon. I think or I Jennifer had a bit Cooper. of a crush on her. We're going way back way now. Mm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Now this is this brings up something that I I think is more interesting than than Kangaroo's question here is who what hair metal person was the prettiest uh, what front person from a hair metal m Poison who was Poison Brett Michaels Brett Michaels was the lead singer of Poison I think That's Sebastian Bach edges Brett Michaels okay. out you know? who who am I thinking of who was like very they looked very good. Well, I would say that the the Nelson twins were both very, very pretty. Who who were they part of? They were part of the band Nelson. Oh, makes yeah. sense. Self-titled band. Yeah. 
All right. Good well, to know. that's good to know. And what's also another good Wait, hold on. You mean we're not going to be talking about the prettiest <laughs> air metal frontman anymore? All right. I was okay, going well, to list John Bon Jovi, but we can move on. We can move Very on. pretty as well. Yeah. Beautiful so, hair. So many pretty frontmen in, in yeah. air metal. Why didn't it stick around? What happened? <laughs> You know, I, I think I think the the youngsters grew up, mm. and then they got into the, the sound gardens of the world, the Nirvanas of the world, yeah. the Pearl Jams. They all went to a little town called Seattle. Yep, the death of modern society. Did you listen to James? You listen to that uh, the the new Rat album? The new Rat album came out. Came, I don't know. Came out in like 2014, I would say. Hmm. So yeah, I, I'm gonna say that I have absolutely not listened to the most recent and/or new Rat album. Although I like some of the songs. Apparently, it was very good. Well, I'll tell you what. I shared an elevator with a couple members of Rat in uh, the late 2000s, and that was quite wow. an experience. I wish we had wow. more time for that anecdote. Oh, look, there's that's, a new that's, question. That is, I'm going to tell you something. That's the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a question from uh, uh, Ezekiel uh, Cramedog. Mm. Now, uh, hey, your listeners James. have a lot of interesting last names. Last names, first names, a lot of interesting yeah. people listen to this show. I mean, they wouldn't be our fans if they weren't interesting. And his question is, James, do you not like alcohol or not enjoy being drunk? Or are you just some fucking Quaker? <laughs> That's a very uh, crame dog question, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I got to say, I've been called many things in my life. I've never been called a Quaker before. I believe that some type of is that some type of uh, religious insult. Uh, yes, and be beautiful that. furniture. Yeah, it could also be a type of oat. It could be. Look, I love Quaker oats. I had some the other day. The question is, do I not like alcohol? I have no issue with alcohol. I think responsible drinking is pretty cool. That'll put you on the nice list. And alternatively, the opposite behavior will put you on quote the nasty list. I would say that when I dabbled with it as a youngster as they happen to say, it's nothing that I really enjoyed the taste of. And I thought, why am I going to force myself to like the taste of this yeah. just because? So I guess, yeah, call me a Quaker. You call me whatever you want. Just don't call me late for dinner. Ooh, that's, James, that's really funny. I can throw them back. I throw the barbs back. That's really funny. Wow. Swinging, as he gets swung on and he swings right back. I mean, At Home with James. By the way, do you want to do a brief plug of your show, At Home with James? When can people see it, James? Yeah, here's a brief plug. Every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash at home with James. Back to, back to the Good interview. Plug. Question one, and this is this is from a listener named Mark Rowing Team. Mm -hmm. uh, and and he asks, James, when you, when you want to eat something, eat something, what's the best location for each of the following things? Burger, hot dog, club sandwich, breakfast. Burger mm. is Uniburger, hot dog. Agree. I'm going to go with Dakari hot dog. Mm -hmm. What were the final two? By the highway. Uh, club sandwich. Club sandwich. Going to go with New System Barbecue. Mm. Also by a highway. And breakfast. Breakfast. Now, breakfast is a tricky one because I think all breakfasts taste the same. I will say that I do like Vieux Saint Laurent. These are Vieux all Saint Laurent oh. is a nice. 
Nice, reliable breakfast. Yeah. Classic. You get to see that lady who works there and that man who works there, and they bring you the food. Very I good. love that lady and that man. They're great. They're there all the time. One time they yeah. brought me the wrong thing, and I was like, I'll just eat it. And then they came back, and they said, oh, you started eating it. And so they took it away and put it on somebody else's table. Oh, my goodness. Well, maybe they're not going to be my pick anymore. Speaking of picks, I think this guy who's asking a question, he really likes picks because his name is Todd Altamont. And if there's one thing that we know is that it was a, 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 a festival where picks were used. And his, yeah, nothing bad happened. And his question is, uh, James McGee, are you as sexy offstage as you are on stage? Mm. Now, that's an interesting question because I would not consider anything that I do on stage to be particularly sexy. Mm. So I guess by nature of what this person believes, I have to answer no. You know. Now, I have seen a photo uh -oh. of a standing up 69 that goes around on Facebook. I believe this is a too sick bro. Yeah, it's going around on Facebook. It goes around on Facebook. And let, every, me, add, every and let me add to that. That photo gave me a boner. That's that's the nastiest show right there. Now, this yeah. photo seems pretty sexy on its surface. Was it not sexy? Well, the nature of the scene was not sexy because my character was being prompted to defecate on a ceiling, which, look, mm. some people find defecate sexy. Mm -hmm. I don't. If some people do, I think you do it as you wish. Just make sure that, you know, you're not taking any, any health risks in uh, defecate play. But I would say that scene in itself, while it wasn't sexy, of course I'm aware that the picture that's going around on Facebook Every could be misconstrued for, for for something sexual in mm. nature. But look, now, Ian. Oh, yeah. please. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say well, people are people are happy to find whatever they find sex sexual. Mm. Well, now that brings me to my next question for Ian, my co-host. Uh, you just admitted that this scene gave you a uh, an erection, and yet. Yep. Uh, now that uh, we find out it was a shit scene, that there was yes. doo-doo play yes. going on, how do you feel about yourself? Yeah, does that change anything? I'm curious yeah. to know, too, especially now that I was the, the harbinger of that pleasure. Um, <laughs> thank you for pronouncing that word correctly. Uh, it is pleasure. Hardbringer. I think it's hardbringer. <laughs> you brought me hard. Mm. Exactly. Not harm. Which also can bring me to a state of ecstasy, which is quite different. But maybe that is a different right. episode. Um, what I would say is I'm a little confused as to why I'm so turgid now. Um, maybe it's just because I didn't fully understand the ramifications of that scene. So this is my body kind of giving me like a, a sneak peek uh, uh, in more words than one um, because it is sneaking through my, my pants. It's uh, so difficult to, to sit down actually, James, now that I mention it, it's- uh, Yeah, you're really, you're earning your spot on this nasty list. Yeah, this is becoming a real podcast, a bunch of men talking about their dicks. Yeah. Question one. Question this one, is, yeah. This is from a listener named Marilyn Twins, who yeah. I believe her parents named her after your show Twins, James. Mm. Uh, oh. And her question is, what's a time period in the past that you'd like to visit or live in? And feel free, if you want to pivot this right back to hair metal, I think you know what answer to give. 
and yeah. we can go right back to pretty front men of hair metal. Okay, so this is a time in the past that I did not live through that I would want to live through. Now, this she doesn't specify, but I guess so. Yeah, well, look, I think there's a few. Look, we can just skip over hair metal. That would be fun. Imagine going all the way back to the late '80s when the jeans were acid washed, mm. the cowboy boots were mm. snake skinned, the hair was teased, yeah. and the lip gloss was plentiful. Oh, and we can't wow, forget picture. that the music rocked, right? It rocked. Whether it was talking about cherry pie, giving love a bad name, needing mm. nothing but a good time. Sure, yeah. Rock me like a hurricane. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I'll do anything for love, James, but I don't know if I'm going to do that, if you know what I'm saying. Are we, are we considering meatloaf hair metal here? Nope. <laughs> All right. Well, look, I, I, can, I can take it further back, right, Ian? You mentioned one of the callers their last name was altamont imagine going back to the altamont free concert right mm -hmm. yeah this now you would want to be a, a hell's could, angel or a rolling stone maybe someone to stop the the heinous crime from happening i i think oh, to stop it would it would be interesting to 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 witness marty balen member of jefferson airplane being punched out by a hell's angel that would be mm. something there's almost there's almost almost too many places to go back to. Those are a couple that stick out to me. In infinite amounts of places. Oh yeah. Question Just, now I would question one. Yeah. This is a question from someone named uh, Mason. Mason Grammar. Um, James, what's the worst thing that has ever clogged your bathtub drain? Oh, well, there's been a combination of things that have clogged my bathtub drain. Uh, there was a summer a couple of years ago where it was clogged for almost a month. Mm. And I found out that it was because I thought it was this one. I had really long hair. I thought it was my hair just clogging up the drain and the drain was a little worse for wear. Mm. It turned out that it was some type of debris that had fallen off of my bath mat. They had oh. they, they snaked everything out and that's what came up. It was a poor quality bath mat. So. That's the thing. You go by a bath mat, they don't tell you, hey, look, this thing might clog your tub. And sure enough, it does. But look, we're all here to talk about it. I'm fine. My tub is fine. Mm. Now, what's your bath mat made out of now? Steel? Yeah. Uh, currently, Iron no bath pepper. mat. How about that? <gasps> oh, a risk taker. I'm going, I'm raw dogging it. Raw dogging it. Oh, and we're back. <laughs> no protection. This this is a man who is very funny. I want all of our <laughs> listeners to know that that you should you should check out at home with James. You should go to Montreal Improv when that opens. Hopefully it does in the following year. He'll be doing he'll be hosting things there. In fact, if you're asking yourself, why does this man talk so well? Well, he's actually a very very charismatic and perceptive host who uses big words when he needs to and stupid words when he also needs to. Um, his name is James McGee. You should, we're not wrapping up quite yet. It, this does sound like a wrap up. See, I thought this was a wrap up. I thought this, I thought was, this was, was, you were going up. real hard on the wrap up vibes. <laughs> James McGee, as the person who was hosting the, the Christmas main event that just got postponed, who, uh, yeah. who, who won? Who should have won? Yeah, who should have won? Who would you pick to win? And and who should have yeah. won? Is it us? Yeah. Is it us? Look, I, f I feel like it would be be unfair of me to guess, but I'll tell you who who would not have won. How about that? Mm. Is mm. it us? Yeah, is it us? Dale Bernier and Dave Kaufman. 
Oh, you would have you would have fixed it so they got out in the first. I round. would have never fixed it, but you know they've had their success, and I feel like a first round exit would have mm. been in their destiny. Mm, but wow. it's not for me to decide; it's for the audience to decide. Mm. They they pick who's funny, not me. Who would have won? I think uh, Carmen and Dimitri. Were they first round it? exit. First again, first round exit. Don't first you, round exit. Don't you think good looks takes you a long way? Well, not an improv because. So few of us have those good looks. We're all meat. Yeah. You know, you know, James, I didn't want to give this to you right now, but 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 because you're such a like sort of inspiration to us, I think maybe it is time to give it to you right now. James McGee, you are the official recipient of the Ooh. 2021 Right On Buddy Keep It Up Award. Wow. Wow. Applause, 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 Lady Gaga. And we're adding we're adding an applause sound bed right now. It's crescendoing. It's going down. It's crescendoing again because it's like you're walking towards a podium and they're getting really excited and now mm. it's going down again. And thank you for pronouncing crescendo the correct way. Um there's a little bit of uh like hush 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 hush. He's about to say something. Um, how do you feel being the official winner of the 2021 Right On Buddy Keep It Up Award? Well, I would say that, first of all, it's an honor. And I like that this sounds like a blue-collar award for a blue-collar guy kind of like me who happens to work in performance art. And I think just by virtue of the name, the Keep It Up Award, mm. if I can do it, anyone can. It means if you've got a project, if you've got a passion yeah. and it makes you happy, mm -hmm. keep doing what you're doing, keep it up. And one day you might be standing on this metaphorical podium that I'm on right now, accepting the same award. And frankly, I want to share it with the both of you. Oh, that's oh, so, that's so kind of you. I've actually already won the get her done award. Yeah. Earlier this year, and I believe Ian was the recipient of the uh, Giver Award. Yeah, yeah, I also got a Take Her Easy certificate. Mm. And unfortunately, earlier this year, I was awarded the uh, Turn It Down Over There, eh, bud? Award, and that one was that one was well, tough. I'll say this: it's just so nice to be in a circle full of winners. That's us. Okay. <laughs> this is my plaque. It says, uh, "Hey, buddy, the the lights green." Award. That's your that's your plaque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is uh, you know, because I'm I'm so good at driving, I follow the rules very well. Uh, I just think it's Canada's you know, it's, it's just great to be recognized, isn't it? Always. Now, was that the wrap up, Ian? The wrap up is coming up, because, ladies and gentlemen, we. This is the first time I've ever heard a wrap up get promoted <laughs> during an episode. Coming up later, we're gonna wrap it up. I'm it's an important part of show You business. know, it's. It's this, um, it's this relationship Stefan and I have that has endured over the years that has made this podcast what it is, highly successful, and I agree sometimes we're a little bit uh, loose on the structure. Yeah. But you know what they say, you know, you got to sometimes destroy the boundaries. You know, Picasso said that. Uh, in the early 1900s when he invented cubism. And I think our invention of this podcast, this highly sought episode, we had a lot of people asking, 
hey guys, are you going to do a Merry Christmas podcast? The world is going to hell. We could use some laughs. And honestly, I was so busy avoiding, not avoiding, but missing my kids' uh, karate practices. Mm. Stefan has galas and award ceremonies coming out of the yin-yang. And don't don't forget all of our other fans who are other and wanted us to, are you going to do an other holiday podcast? Are you going to celebrate other, as you so eloquently put it? Yeah, are you you going to do an other? And we're like, you know, we're going to let others take care of that. Because we know what we know, which is Christmas. Well, it's important to follow your bliss. Wow. Follow your bliss. Following Beautiful. following bliss is is what we do every day when we do this podcast, Stefan. Yep. Bye. <laughs> okay. <laughs>